The following sermon was given by Kelly Cooper, the St. Paul's Minister for Spiritual Formation at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia, on September 15th, 2019. Thanks for listening. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or... What woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Hey, Kelly, do you know where my keys are? I hear this every single morning before my partner Marcus leaves for work. If it's not his keys, it's his cell phone. If it's not his cell phone, it's his wallet. Marcus sings his own catchy jingle, Cell phone, wallet, keys, goodbye, Kelly. (laughs) And when I'm going with him, it's cell phone, wallet, keys, come on, Kelly. (laughs) But to be honest, I lose things too. We all lose things. We misplace our phones. We lose our passwords. We lose where we saved those passwords. We grew up playing hide-and-go-seek in Marco Polo. In church, we sing, I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. But we also lose our voices. And we lose relationships. We lose loved ones. And pieces of ourselves we do not feel 100%. Life can feel like a series of losses. And these losses can propel us into a variety of ways of searching. Over the past two weeks, Father Charlie has preached on the Gospel of Luke. Today we continue along that journey to Jerusalem. These parables or teaching stories are filled with grumbling Pharisees because Jesus is going against the grain. He is disrupting the status quo. 
And Jesus is on his controversial walking tour, giving last words of advice. He is sharing timeless knowledge, sage wisdom, stories that offer us guidance to this day. The reading today from the Gospel of Luke begins, Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling, saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. You can read grumbling as murmuring or even complaining to every person who may or may not be listening. And the scripture continues with twin parables, two stories of finding. The first is the familiar parable of the lost sheep. And the second is the less known of the lost coin. The main characters are a middle-class shepherd and a lower-class woman, both representing God. These stories are meant to be read together as they follow the same pattern, and the author sets the scene, 100 sheep, 10 coins. Jesus asked, which one of you, having 100 sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after that one until he finds it? Personally, when I think of this, I imagine having 100 sheep. I imagine one of them getting away, and then I'm outnumbered by 99 sheep. I imagine with my type-A self, I would organize shepherds to shine up, sign up for shifts, <laughs> to search for these, to watch the 99. Meanwhile, I would form a committee of 12 to search for that one that was lost. And by that point, who knows where that sheep is? But the thing is, God did leave the 99 to find the one. The one that was lost was important. And the one that is lost is important. How amazing is that? And this familiar story has more layers than we realized. The story of the lost sheep appears in both the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke. In Matthew, the sheep goes astray, intentionally wandering away. In the Gospel of Luke, the sheep is lost. It didn't mean to get lost, it just is. And that is something I know I can relate to. Then we move to the parable of the lost coin. The scripture reads, Or what woman woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? This one coin was this woman's 10% of her money. We can imagine searching for 10% of our bank account if it just disappeared. We might wonder if the recession hit overnight. But again, these stories are not simply about losing and finding. These twin parables are about rejoicing The scripture reads, The man calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, 
for I have found my sheep that was lost. And later in the story, the woman calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. In a world of lost and founds, we as Christians have the opportunity to find something and to rejoice and celebrate with one another. This is a community celebration. We gather our friends, we gather our neighbors. We may even find something that we weren't searching for, but that God had in store for us all along. Something that makes us feel complete. We recognize that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. These twin parables are about wholeness. These stories are about finding what once was lost and celebrating what now is found. The author of Luke wrote these parables in a time when Israel was not whole. People are grumbling. People are lost. Jesus reframes this world for us. He provides a complete picture All 100 sheep, 10 coins, a group of neighbors and friends rejoicing, the hope for a united and inclusive Israel. It is a community celebration, and like puzzle pieces being placed together, the final pieces are set. And then there is rejoicing. There is joy. Father Charlie's blog this week shared about joy and how it should be spread. More specifically, quote, that God wants us to be joyful. God wants all people to be joyful. And instead of those murmurs and grumbles of the Pharisees, we have the joyful celebration of neighbors and friends. This is about more than one sheep and one coin. It is about becoming whole once again. A few years ago, I read the memoir, Eat, Pray, Love. The novelist Elizabeth Gilbert wrote this bestseller in 2006. Millions of copies were sold in 30 different languages. And what made the story so popular was that people not only loved her story, they lived part of her story. After a painful divorce, she left to travel the world and documented it. When she felt that she had lost herself, she went searching. She explored Italy for pleasure, India for devotion, and Indonesia for balance. The 10th anniversary edition claims that the book touched the world and changed countless lives, inspiring and empowering millions of readers to search for their own best selves. While I know I'm personally not going to Italy, India, and Indonesia anytime soon, there are tangible ways that we too can search and explore for ourselves here. Today, we come together as beautifully broken and beloved children of God. 
We lose keys, we lose cell phones and wallets. We sometimes lose faith and may even lose hope. In a world of news channels filled with loss, we come together here to seek and find an alternative. We come together and find a home here. Following worship today, we have our ministry fair. Tables are set up, tons of baked goods are set out, and we share old and new ways to connect with one another. We learn more about what it means to be disciples of Christ, just as the twin parables today encourage us. My role here as the Minister for Faith Formation is a quirky title, But faith formation opportunities create space for us to delve deeper, to explore what it means to doubt, to find pieces that connect us with one another. We intentionally carve out space to pay attention to God who is always with us, who seeks us out just as the lost sheep or the lost coin. Searching can take time, and what we find can come in all shapes and sizes. Perhaps you will find a piece of yourself on Sunday mornings meditating. Maybe you will explore one of our formation groups that are new this fall, engaging in the ancient practice of Lectio Divina, or studying a book with one another over a shared meal's. Maybe you'll come to church on Thursdays and help with our Emmaus program. Or you'll join us this evening for our monthly foyer dinner. And maybe searching looks like making it through those doors, sitting in these pews, and worshiping with one another today. In every stage of the lost and found, or in your search process, we are glad that you are here. And when you do find pieces that may have been lost, we hope that you gather your friends, gather your neighbors, gather together with us, and we will rejoice. Amen. Amen.